Yes, I want you to start and you have to say, welcome to Erotic Awakening and Exploration of All Things Erotic twice. Because the first time it, it sets the level too high. Right. And until you get through the sentence, it won't set the level correctly. So do the sentence and pause and then do it? Yeah, that's fine. So that you can know where to chop it off? Yeah. At this point, we're, it's auto-inputting already, so you don't have to worry about so it. So I don't have to worry about yeah. it? Okay. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening right now. This week on Erotic Awakening, compatible for power exchange, polyunconference, and private counseling. Before we get started, though, a quick shout out to our latest Patreon supporter, Wabat. If you need a polyamory or power exchange counselor, we could recommend somebody or just reach out to us. Patreon supporters get free feedback and advice from Dan and Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Hi, Dan. Didn't know I put that in there today, I did didn't ya? know that, but I like it. People, yeah. Yeah, I, I would absolutely, not that we're counselors or anything, but we do have 20 years of experience yeah, exactly. in a lot of realms. So if people have questions, yeah, I'd be willing to give some time and, and answer them. And it's been a little while since somebody has come up with a power exchange question that I was like, whoa, no fucking clue. Right. I'm hoping to come across one of oh, those. Oh, that would actually be fun. And then we'd find somebody that could answer it for you, but we do our best. So, cool. So, Dawn, we are going to talk about a little bit of power exchange today. So, you go... So, when you went to the Polyamory Unconference yesterday, mm-hmm. which you and I actually ran. Right. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But did you attend the How to Meet Other People class? I did the very last, like, 10 or 15 minutes of it. Okay. Because what I want to talk about is how do you know you've found someone that maybe you found them on FetLife, maybe you found them at a play party. Um, our own Lady Kaya just found someone recently that she's trying to engage in a power exchange relationship with. Right. How do you know if you are compatible with somebody for a power exchange relationship versus we, there's, there's an understanding of how do you know you're compatible with somebody in general, mm-hmm. right? But beyond that, how do you, if you meet somebody you're thinking power exchange, how do you determine if you are compatible with them for a power exchange relationship? Wow. First, I think I would discuss terminology, right? Mm. What does power exchange mean to them? What does it mean to you, right? Um, what does slave mean, sub mean, service, all that stuff, you know, and then and then once you get a good grasp of the terminology, you know, see if it matches up. So when you're looking for a slave, you may be looking for, the way you put it, someone that has a fetish with Lysol. Right. Right? Right. Whereas they're looking for being used sexually every night. So you need to have that conversation on vocabulary and what your desires are. Right? Absolutely. There's, a, there's the one thing that I used to do, which is I would send a prospective submissive or slave to the house, mm-hmm. I'd say, clean the cat litter, walk the dog, and masturbate on my bed. Right. Because one of the, because for me, power exchange is about trust. If I'm letting you walk my dog, that's an act of trust. Right. For me, power exchange often, not always, but often is about the sexual connection, the intimacy. Even if it's not a sexual connection, it is about intimacy. And masturbating on a bed because you were told to that's an intimate act. Mm-hmm. And sometimes power exchange is about cleaning shit. Truly, and it truly is, right? So, you know, you've got that little thing that you go through. I don't look for other masters, so mm-hmm. I don't have something like that that I go through. But me and you, we had to figure out if we were compatible because when we, were f- when we first knew each other, we actually didn't like each other. 
Sure. Remember? So right out of high school, mm -hmm. you know, for whatever reasons, we didn't really like each other. You know, we were, I think we did okay around each other. And we were friends because there was other people involved that we had relationships with. We mm -hmm. knew we knew each other through other people. And, um, but we weren't even close to even looking at each other and going, oh, hey, I'd like to be in a relationship with them. You right. Know, that was nowhere on the table. So at some point it's switched and, and flipped over time. But um, even then, I had to work at or had to believe that I could trust you. Yeah. And that right? would be the, the next one on my list is that you mm -hmm. have to be, it, to be compatible with somebody in a relationship, especially a power exchange relationship, you have to have a level of vulnerability mm -hmm. with each other. And that goes both ways. It's not just that the submissive or the slave has to be vulnerable with the top or the leader. It has to go both ways. Absolutely. Um, because you're really not going to inspire that lower letter person to be trusting and vulnerable with you unless you're able to be vulnerable with them. Yeah, and I honestly believe that's when our relationship started changing was when I shared a lot of stuff with you. I was... I was at a workshop and had a meltdown and you were there and I shared some stuff with you that I, I had to share with somebody and you were able to take all of that and not throw it at me and just kind of, you know, be that vessel and ground me. Mm -hmm. And I think that's when things started to change with us. There was probably other stuff going on as well. But um, yeah, I have to trust the person because if I can't be vulnerable and, and trust that that person's not going to use it against me, then I can't have a relationship with that person. Right. So power exchange or not, but specifically power exchange, because I don't believe, my way of believing, I don't believe you can master me unless I can be totally vulnerable to you mm -hmm. and tell you all my secrets. You know, otherwise... Which you're, is different you're, from topping you. Yes. Right. Yes. Mastering me is very different than topping me. Right. So... There's a few people that can top me that I don't know that could master me, mm -hmm. right? Because they don't know all my secrets, so they don't know what they're working with. So, yeah, so compatible. And then the other thing that I would recommend is discussing needs, wants, and desires. Sure. Right? If I have a need, which means um, it's not, what's the word that I use? If it's a need, it's not negotiable, mm -hmm. right? right? A need is a need is a need. So if I have a need to be spanked every day and you're it's not a, a spanker yeah. and you're not Polly, that's not going to work for us. Or right? even maybe, you know, into BDSM at all. Right. Right. So if, and if, if BDSM is a, is a strong need for me and like I said, and we're not Polly because if we're Polly, we can make things work. Right. you know, a, right, around right, right, that. Right. And you're not into BDSM or you have a, a moral issue with spanking a woman, mm -hmm. right? Sure. We're not going to be compatible. That is just not going to work. So, you know, you have to go over needs, wants, and desires. You I think know? there's some, some basic stuff you can ask just conversationally, right? Just, be, you know, like, do you, do you ever go to public events, mm -hmm. right? If you have one person who goes, oh, I love going to the space the first Saturday and playing in public and getting to meet people, and another person who says, no, no, my lifestyle is very private, you know? 
that might work for a little bit, but that's a compatibility issue that that's you're going to have to address. That's a compatibility issue. You know, you have to look at, you know, are you an introvert? Are you an extrovert? If you're both introverts, who's going to motivate you to get out if you need to get out, <laughs> right? If you're an introvert and an extrovert, you know, how are you going to work together? It's work. All of these are workable. Sure. You know, discuss how you're going to work that out. If you've got someone that just wants to sit at home and play video games and they're not motivated to do anything else and this person is the master, how are they going to motivate their slave, right? How are they going to have that, that desire to do anything with their mm -hmm. slave, you know? And I'm just off topic because I just, I just looked at your computer and went, you know, there's some, we hear about that sometimes, about how the master does nothing but sit at home and play video games and the slave is not getting what they want out of yeah. the relationship. Yeah. It's just not compatible. Or, mm, or they haven't figured out how to work with that, right? At the moment, it's not compatible. I, or, I'm not saying walk away, but that might also, yeah. Yeah, sometimes that is a compatibility issue mm -hmm. that is significant enough. Um, and there's some things that are, I think that are not important. Like some things that, like I would ask, just what, what do you think about punishment, mm -hmm. right? Because oh, that's a good question. Some people... Um, some of the younglings, some of the people nowadays, um, <laughs> they there's some people that don't believe that punishment should be part of a power exchange relationship. And we're good friends with someone that has a non-punishment power exchange relationship, mm -hmm. right here in this building. Okay. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about, and mm -hmm. it works. Fine. It works fine for them. Yes. But if for me. Mm -hmm. That would be a question I would want somebody to ask me to say, well, what is your view on punishment? And right. so that I could say, I find that if there's punishment in a relationship often, then something is clearly broken. But right. it is the master's right to punish, and he should, or he or she should, mm -hmm. if it's appropriate. Right. Again, that's one of those things where that, wow, that could be a huge compatibility issue if you're of a view that, that should never happen. Absolutely. One of the things that I don't think is a compatibility issue that is is time in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. I think time in the lifestyle, I, I had initially thought, oh, that's a good one. But I think that's kind of an illusion. Um, I mean, I know people that, uh, we have a, a friend that has been a dame of multiple submissives for a number of years. And we said, oh, wow, well, I bought them. how do you have so much time for all that? And they said, oh, you know, when I need some time to myself, I just log off Second Life. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh. oh. So your yeah. answer that you've been involved in the lifestyle for many years is I've been involved in the virtual lifestyle for mm -hmm. many years. That's an involvement different. of a sort, but it's yeah. a different thing. Different. So, yeah, you have to make sure you're on the same page. Yeah, yeah. And I, this is not directly related, but if you are a – confident master just because you've only been around for five years and you find a slave that you're digging that's been around for 20 don't let that shit throw you off mm -hmm. if you're a confident master right so there you so. go finding compatibility in power exchange nice i'm glad we're compatible we are very compatible let's find out how compatible we are by pulling oh, a no. sexy truth from the do buckets. we have any truths left in the bucket those are the skinny ones right yeah <gasps> i think i have the last one oh uh -oh. do you i think i do all the rest of them seem to be dares. Well, we'll have to get wanna... back on the old Patreon sexy dares. We'll just Ooh. have to answer the same sexy truth. Okay, and so we we'll need just... to replace the sexy truth. That's the last one. Hmm. I wonder if we've asked this one before. So, Dan, mm -hmm. what's a common fetish that you would never try in real life? That one we have talked about before. We have done before. that one before. Yes. I thought so. So, it's a duplicate. 
Do you remember what you said? Common fetish that I Oh, I remember what I said because it would still be the same answer. What's yours? Well, common fetish. Oh, I know. I think I know what mine is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mine was age play. Okay. So, and it is a common fetish right now. So it is um, coming to being as, as uh, I mean, littles. Oh, my gosh, you can find littles everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. So, and it's always workshops and things like that. But not something I'm interested in. Okay. Um, no, I don't remember what I said. No? I was going to thought, I thought, I was going to say, oh, mock rape. Wait a minute. <laughs> nah, well, I better not take that off the list. That's not, that's not something I would take off the list. Good. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's stuff on there, and I don't want to just and repeat yours, yeah. but I don't know what, they, what it would be. I don't, remember, I don't remember what you said. It's been a while. We actually took a few weeks off, so we've had some uh, passing of friends. Mm-hmm. We've had passings of friends and family. So, you know what? Actually, I think I'm going to mention this one oh, because we may is have— Is it public enough at this point? I think it's public enough at this point. Sure. So, Go right ahead. Um, it's all over FET, but people may not have seen it yet because they don't get the local, our local feed yeah. or something like that. And we may have listeners that, that know so um, or know him. But uh, Mr. Malaprop so, has passed, and that mm-hmm. was a couple days ago. Mm-hmm. So um, we will be having a memorial for him. Uh, you guys might know him. He was a vendor, so he did fabulous woodwork. And um, we'll have his memorial here at the space August Monday, Monday August, August 5th. 5th. Yes. So yes. Um, it'll be from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. And um, we'll do a, a little remembrance. If you're in the Columbus area, please feel free to come out for that. Um, mm-hmm. If you'd ever met um, Mr. Malaprop, either vending or at an event, very much a gracious and in one of those people that are involved in the lifestyle. Um, he never went without a charity that, you know, if he, he would mm-hmm. find a charity that be happily donate um, paddles and such, um, including um, creating um, some paddles specifically for some events that we ran. Right. We've got a PXS paddle that was yeah. signed by everybody. And the space has a paddle up in the display case that he, he created for us. Um, so yeah, very generous person. And during the memorial, we will also be playing a video that we took of him. Um, Barrick did a interview with him yep. that we're going to be sending to the Leather Archives Museum, I think yeah. is, is, is my understanding. So for the memorial, we will have that and we'll be playing it. So yeah. everybody will be crying and it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. I think that we'll end up with, hopefully we'll end up with one of those New Orleans style. Oh, that would be awesome. You start off with mourning and you finish with a celebration. Yep. There's a lot to celebrate about Mr. Malaprop's work. Um, And him himself. So yeah, yeah, just absolutely. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out out there since. But so so we've had a couple of losses over the past couple of weeks and just been traveling, spent some time with Kevin and Katie trying to get some downtime. And Mm -hmm. yeah, so hopefully we are back on board with the podcast. I miss it. I get jonesing, man. I know. I start tapping my arm. It's like, come on, got to do it. <laughs> um, I'm targeting weekly, personally, back yes, to it. And that would be awesome. Getting back still, on track. Trying to get back to that, get up to that 500. Nice. We're so close. So close. Got to hit it. That I want to mention really quick that this weekend is COPE here in Central Ohio Perversion Excursion. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yep, that is uh, mid-July. Yeah. Uh 2019, if you're listening to this in the future. So, sure, sure. Or the yeah, past. In, into July. How does that work? 
if you're listening to this in the future. Either way, and this Johnny Jackhammer will be there. From Johnny Jackhammer will be there. Good so. friend and has his own And your dance card, you've been asking people this time. You don't usually do that. You've got a dance card going. Card? Plural? I've got one person. Okay. Do I have more than one person? Please, like, I'm help my memory. I'm assuming you have responsibilities, and I know that you've asked somebody. So, I assuming... I have someone on my dance card. Okay. Looking forward to it. It's I have really not, funny. and it's five days away. So yes, I you might want to reach it out. <laughs> um, so, Don, uh, uh, just a random little thing that I wanted to mention real quickly. Um, I, we, w- I w- go ahead, but I want to do the Reddit one. <laughs> I will mention this other one: okay. sexual images. You may not know are just as arousing for women as they are for men. Suggest a new brain scan research which found that women's brains react to pornography just as much as men's challenging the widespread belief that only men get turned on by visual stimuli. And it looks like they're, um, it says uh, N equals 1,850, so it looks like their sample size was 1,850 people. What crapola is this? people think we don't get turned on? No, I don't know about that. Okay. That I go to Yale or Harvard or... Ohio State University and I become a scientist. Right. And I say, I wonder if I could fund and have other people pay for getting women to watch porn. Someone got a grant somewhere for it, right? Yeah. So maybe maybe the grant came from Pornhub. Oh, they it would could actually have. have that as useful. It could have. Data, that would be good. A good, uh, yeah. So, uh, but you want to mention the other tax deductible thing. So, yes. no. But I want to say, why in the world would people think that women don't get as turned on by porn as men? Some women need a certain kind of porn. No, I'm I'm in the raunchy porn man. Some people like um, the porn that's designed by women for women. Right, mm-hmm. it's a little softer. And some of us like that knockdown, drag out. Let's get. Dirty. No. <laughs> one of the ways you could say, I don't know about compatible for power exchange, but one of the ways you can tell if you're compatible for steamy hot sex, share some porn with each other. That's another thing we did there we at the beginning. We wrote porn with each other. We wrote porn. Well, first we looked at those pictures and figured out that we had some of the same pictures mm-hmm. in, our, in our collection, and they weren't even naked. They were just of like hands wrapped in the hair, or well, some of them were naked. The girls strapped to the tied to the coffee table with people drinking coffee around her. So I remember that one. But uh, oh, what were you gonna say? I got excited. But <laughs> and yes, and we wrote yes. porn together too. So you would write a chapter, and then I would read it, and then I would write a not a chapter, a paragraph, and you would write one, and then I would write one, and you would write one. But the rules were that we couldn't write something that we weren't willing to do. Right. Right, and if someone wrote something that we weren't willing to do, we could steer the story right. in another direction. So without if, penalty, without right? penalty, so nobody has to be afraid. Right, and right that's that's how we learned. So instead of you saying something and me going, "Ooh, no, I don't think I'll do that," but hey, you know, he thinks it's hot, so I'm going to write. Mm-hmm. No, the rules were I had to steer the story in a different direction. So instead of and 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 he took the whatever and stroked her whatever, I could and I if I didn't like that. I would turn it and go, and then he grabbed the tentacle pin and rubbed her, you know, whatever. Don's actually just I just picked up a tentacle pin. pin so. <laughs> um, and then so you yes. wanted to say this thing about this thing we found. Uh, on Reddit. Yes. So um, this was on Girls of Reddit, or it was asked of ask, Girls of ask Reddit. Reddit after dark. And it says, Girls of Reddit, what's something, guy, what something guys have seen done in porn that you wish they would stop trying to do in real life? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I'd love everybody else's answers, too. What is it that... 
guys have seen in porn that they have tried in real life that you wish they would stop, right? And this girl says, rubbing my clit like it's a burnt piece of food stuck to a pan. <laughs> <laughs> and I can just, I can relate with that, you know? And it's like, dude, just stop. It's not, <laughs> it's not going to come off. Stop trying. Which well, is good or that, it might. <laughs> it's actually good if it doesn't come off. True. Speaking of porn, well, it's not really porn. It's tentacles. Bungie sent us a very cool tentacle drawing. Awesome. Thank you, Bungie. And um, other than that, we still have this Instagram thing going, but <laughs> all it's been lately is pictures of floggers that you are making. You are quite the flogger. Ma you know what? I will say, love the arcane of Arcane's Attic. Yes. And... I see people, you know, plunking down 150 bucks for a flogger, and I'm amazing to floggers. myself. Mm -hmm. oh, boy, 150 bucks for a flogger! I bet I can make that. <laughs> and now <laughs> you have actually walked me through the entire process, including melting, melting the melting the, metal. the metal for the weights, pinning the dowel rod, carving, you know, lathing the wood, the hand cutting all the the um, falls. Mm -hmm. Holy cow! Yeah, pinning the falls to the dowel rod, you know, all the glue. The, yeah, there really, are so many steps. Yeah, really neat to, to hear mm -hmm. the effort that goes into it. And you could see the effort that goes into it if you want, because Dawn is a Instagram person lately, uh, posting about all this flogging making on Instagram. I do. So we got beautiful handles. I sold, I sold the first set that I completely, well... I would have to say I 95% made this flogger, hmm. right? The, the pair of floggers. So I laid both handles on the duplicator and I, I did everything with it except the pouring of the metal and a couple of the pinning procedures. So, cause I just learned how to do that. So my next pair will be complete from cool. beginning to end. You can find those on Instagram at Erotic Awakening is our Instagram hoobadoob. Awesome. And Don, this will be the first time in over 480 plus episodes that I've said this. And probably the only time that I've said this. And I apologize if you, oh listeners, find this offensive that I haven't used this as one of my main news quote things before. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. According like, to. What are you leading up to? And I yes, looked at the notes. This is just the thing that I've never said before <laughs> on our podcast. According to Fox, Fox News. News. <laughs> But we did get a, um, a article about a polyamorous triple, a threesome, triple. Uh, triple. firing back at their critics on the relationship via a listener, Perriette, uh, and they happened to find that on the Fox News, so good for them, and nice. good for Fox News, getting a little more with the times. I didn't actually read the article. No? Uh, we did meet when we were down there in... <laughs> When we were down visiting Kevin and Katie, uh, we rented a cabin in uh, Kentucky. Beautiful state, mm -hmm. beautiful place. But if we wanted to cast a particular person to be a particular stereotype, they had the cabin nearby. Yes. And we named him and we, we paid attention to him. Very interesting fella. Mm -hmm. So if you ever go to <laughs> Kentucky and you have this mental image of what you think a Kentucky person the stereotype, stereotype of, of right? a Kentucky person, yes. Well, the reality is they look not. like everybody else. Right. But if you wanted to find a stereotypical, what you know, like TV would say, this is what they look like. Mm -hmm. Here's where you would go. We found him. He was right beautiful, down the road from our cabin. Though. And <laughs> as we know from our own Raven Witch and a couple other people, 
fucking Kentucky people are super polite and nice. Oh my gosh. Once we've met. Amazing people. Amazing people. We have uh, one new subscriber to the newsletter. So CJ Bot from Ohio. Hmm, wonder if we know them. So get your EA shout out, head over to the eroticawakening.com and you'll find a link to the EA newsletter, which is on my list of things to do for this week, <laughs> except I'm going to be making floggers for 10 hours a day for tomorrow and Tuesday because those floggers are going to Thunder in the Mountains. So in Denver, Colorado this weekend. So we'll be at Cope and he'll be in Denver, Colorado. There you go. So if you're in that area and you're going to Thunder, hit up Arcane's Attic. So, and you'll have some amazing floggers. We've got purple heart and mahogany and maple, and there's one applewood left, and just some beautiful, beautiful wood. If you are going to Thunder in the Mountains, and if you do go into the Vendor Mart, and if you do see Arcane, just to (laughs) fuck with him, look, say, hey, I'm really, uh, these are nice Arcane, but I'm kind of looking for something that Dawn made. Can you show me where those are? (laughs) That'd be fun. All the pairs, he'll be able to, all the duplicates, he'll be able to. The matched pairs. And just They're to wrap beautiful. this up, we are just done with the Poly Unconference number oh, yeah. three. Number three. What a great time. I, I, one of the things that I've found that used to bother me leading up to it, that mm-hmm. it continues to actually be one of the best parts about the Unconference, is that it doesn't have... Beyond the Love's fantastic, but when you have right. 300 people there, you don't know exactly... You can go all the way until Sunday before you meet. Oh my gosh! I, right. Phil, I didn't know you were here. Right, because you're running around with the clipboard and making sure things are well, taken care just, of. Even the attendees, right? There's so many people. Right. Here at the unconference, uh, we had 40 people, mm-hmm. and you got to interact with everybody. You got to everybody. hang out. You actually get to know people a little bit. It becomes it's much more of an intimate sort of. Um, we stand in a circle at the beginning and share names yeah. and and thoughts. And you're, there's only two classes going on at a time, so there's a 50 percent chance you're going to be in the class with you know the same people or not. So yeah, and those people are the ones teaching. Yeah. So you get to learn even a little more with them. Yep. Um, and it was really neat, and it continues to be just such, uh, for lack of a better word, I'm going to say a blessing, mm-hmm. that people are hunting us down with their copy of the Polyamory Toolkit and saying, what a, what a life changer this thing is for our polyquad. Or, mm-hmm. the, my favorite one is, uh, I bought a copy, and I didn't want my partners to have it, so I bought them all copies, I too. heard that more than once. <laughs> so there was someone that said, you know, we bought four copies because each of us had to have one. And then someone else was like, well, we only bought three because there's only three of us. But, you know, and then I had someone else tell me that she had, oh, I almost cried with this one because I was feeling thin anyway, and uh, thin emotionally. And uh, she said she'd given a copy to her therapist, mm-hmm. and her therapist had bought a couple of copies to share with other therapists. Yeah. And they're going to be using it, so... That's just pretty amazing. Yeah, it, we're very fortunate that um, we put things together like the podcast, like the book, and it, and it's great. Um, you know, we try to be a va- we try to spice it up a little bit for people that are financially supporting us via the Patreon and such. But the podcast has never really been about money. We're not mm-hmm. Joe Rogan or. Fucking, I tell you what, here, Conan, Conan O'Brien, yeah, favorite fucking podcast right now. He has a new one, Conan Needs a Friend. Uh-huh. Some of the interviews on there, and you've heard the, the interview mm-hmm. with Bob Newhart. Oh, right? yeah, that was Fantastic, amazing. Fantastic, right? Um, but fucking two commercials in the beginning, two commercials in the middle, and then two more at the end. Oh. Dude, Conan, I get it, you're Conan, you're making your bucks, but jeepers. Yeah. Um, 
it's a money thing for him, right? Yeah. So, I don't know. What the fuck was I talking about? I oh, don't it's know. neat that <laughs> it's not the fact that people are handing us money for the book. That's cool. Right. But the fact that it is of value to people, right? That's yeah. been really neat. And that's that's why been I, really neat. Well, and, and I told someone, she goes, um, she, she was telling me that she was really, she wanted to thank me for being so raw in the book with mm-hmm. my writings. Yeah. And, you know, and I almost cried again because, you know, it's just been one of those days. And I was like, you know, I went through a lot of shit growing up. I went through a lot of, of, a lot of turmoil and struggle in my poly life and things like that. And if I can't share that with people and help people, yep. then what, what was the point? Yep. So, you, you know, that's why we put that out there. That's why we try to, try to give some people some hope and some tools so that they don't have to struggle as hard as, as we did. Yep. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm going so, to cry. Yeah, I know. And I'm going to <laughs> Sorry. do, I'm going to be, I'm going to do worse than crying. I'm going to um, say, the uh, last thing I said was, you know, we don't really care about the money. It's about producing things that people find of value. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to follow that by saying, <laughs> if you like what we're doing, head over to patreon.com slash erotic awakening. Take a look at the options that like discounted stuff, extra content, and more. And there you go. Awesome. So I guess that's it. We're back on track. Back on track. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. <laughs>